A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, welcome to The Guinea Pig. I'm Dr. Mariam Zamani, an oculoplastic surgeon and aesthetic doctor. And I'm Fiona Golfer, a writer and journalist. I'm no stranger to a cosmetic procedure, and I'm willing to try pretty much anything. Which is why I'm here, to make sure Fiona and anyone else that's out there considering a treatment to help make a better informed decision safely and to try and collect as much information as they can. Every fortnight, this podcast comes to you from Mariam's Clinic in Chelsea. If you're looking for an honest, no-holds-barred approach to invasive and non-invasive cosmetic surgery, then the guinea pig is here to help you. Hi, guys. We're back here in the clinic for another episode of The Guinea Pig. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Fiona. How are you doing? Hi, Mariam. I'm fine, thanks. Nice to see you. Mariam, should we have a little catch-up on how my lips are after the last time I saw you, where you, you gave me a little tweak mentor, a lip refresh. A lip refresh, a yes. A lip refresh. Well, I was thrilled with my lip refresh, actually. Couldn't stop looking at myself in the car mirror. And, um, Is that something new? Ah, uh, no. Not, <laughs> not that new. But, um, but then I did what I always do, which is the minute I get a good thing, I want more of a good thing. Mm. And I uh -oh. was... So I cheated on you. I didn't mean to cheat on you. I mean, I didn't go out and get new underwear and everything. But I was talking to a friend of mine and she was saying to me, oh, Mariam Samani, she's one of my favorite people in London, along with dot, dot, dot. So I thought, oh, OK, so off I went to dot, dot, dot. And when I met dot, 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 I, they said to me, oh, we want to give you some things to try. And why don't you try lip refresh? And I said, oh, I have just done lip refresh. And they said, well, we think you should refresh a bit more. So I said, well, refresh away because I've been so, so pleased. And anyway, they came at me with a whole load of little needles. And I remember thinking they numb my lips so much, which is something you numb them a little bit. But this was like literally kind of lip freeze. And they came at me with all these sort of needles and said they were putting hyaluronic acid, acid. into my lips. And I thought, well, that's fine. I, I know that's what you did. Anyway, the bruising, the puffiness, the swelling, the... I mean, Mariam does know all this because I then phoned like a very guilty child. I was going, help, help, help on my lips. Uh, you mean you text message because you were too <sighs> nervous to call I me. Was scared, <laughs> yes, I was a bit scared. Anyway, they really, really swelled up. And, and I'm curious why... And, and I have to say, after four days, and you told me to take lots of antihistamines, which I did... They went down, but they really bruised and they really swelled up. And that's something that didn't happen with you. Why? But 
So there's okay. a couple of things. Actually, no fault necessarily of the person who injected you. So I don't like to put a lot of numbing cream on because the lidocaine, which is in the numbing cream or the EMLA or whatever topical anesthetic people are using, can actually make the lip swell a little bit. So I don't like to alter the anatomy of the lip when I'm injecting. But everybody has their own technique and knows what's what works with them. But I do tell all my patients, the problem is, is you can never say you're not going to have a bruise or not have swelling. You know, you never know. You could have had lip filler 10 times and 10 times nothing happened. And the 11th time, all of a sudden you had lots of swelling and, and potential bruising. So it, it happens. It doesn't mean that it was a bad treatment. It just means that we don't know why that happens sometimes, but you get a histamine reaction, which is what causes that swelling. And because the lips are so small and they're well-defined, if it was in the face, it's less likely to be noticed. But the lips, the eyes, those are the two places that it really stands out. And so I mean, it looked like somebody rolled a swimming towel into my bottom lip. <laughs> I was so scared. And it was my husband's birthday and we were going out for dinner and I didn't know what to do. So I put on this dark red lipstick, which I never wear. And I could see this friend of mine sitting next to me at the dinner get, looking at me. And I just tapped my mouth and I said, sometimes I go too far. <laughs> sometimes I go too far. I was so guilty and freaked out and upset. And on a side note, I think one of the things to note is that sometimes if you do get swelling, an antihistamine does help bring it down. So yes. like to take an antihistamine for a couple of days. And of course, immediately after treatment, ice helps because if you have bruising, it constricts the blood vessels. But then once you have a bruise you have to give it time and of course when you have a bruise it alters what the lip looks like and it will make it look more swollen than what it really is because there's some extra blood that's accumulated there that needs to now be resorbed so that's why it took a little bit of time for it to go away and now they look great yes now they look they look they look like my lips which yes, is which is what you relief. want of course yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, but the other thing is, is that a little trick is also you can put a little bit of foundation or cover up on your lips and you can use like a white liner and that helps make it less noticeable. So if you have a lot of swelling, if you end up doing something and you don't don't realize that, oh my God, I have all the swelling and it's freaking you out, you can actually just hide it a little bit with a, mm. with a cover-up because the cover-up makes the lips look a little bit smaller and covers any potential bruise. And then the white, also, you can make a smaller definition so you can make your lips look a little bit smaller. Opposite of lip liner, basically. Okay. That's good to know because I think I would say to anybody thinking about doing lips, make sure that you've got a clear few days yes. after you do any treatment because I think you really just don't know. My skin normally doesn't overreact to things and it did in that case. And it yes. was a real lesson to me, you know, don't go to smart London <laughs> restaurants if you have a mouth. Don't celebrate. On, don't, don't get lip filler on the night of your on the night of your husband's birthday. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Did he like them? He's always says things like, "Have you done something?" And I say, <laughs> "No." And he goes, "Oh," and we just leave it there. No, not really. No. And he looks a bit mystified, and we move on. That's hilarious. Yeah. Although I have, I have to say, I did see someone this weekend who knows you quite well, and uh oh, uh oh, and she said, gave you a very nice compliment. She said, you know, despite the fact that you try all of these things, you just like a, look like a very good version of you. Like you look really well all the time. So I thought that was a really nice way That's to put it. That's very nice. Tell me who it was, and I'll send her a bag of cash. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can so send I her your doctor's info. Though I think that's no. the key for everyone, and you know, I'm really happy to age. As we know, I'm really happy to age, and I think that everybody's got to. But you can do it in a very... I don't want to spend hours putting makeup on my no. face. I think putting foundation on, is it makes me feel strangled. So I'd rather put, as you said, rather put a needle into my face once every few months and have 
something like Profilo or something that's going to keep me going that I don't have to think about having to put a whole mask on every morning. I think it's some people really like doing it. I don't. I, I agree. Just, I'm like you. Know, you. Less so. is more. Sophie, do you think you'd have a lip refresh again? Yeah, I do. I think lip refreshing is is brilliant because I think that you do essentially end up with your own lips that just look plump and refreshed. That's exactly what I think my lips look like. And I don't think they look in any way other than the lips that I've always had other than they look hydrated and I'm very very pleased I mean I was a little scared with the after what happened afterwards but you know I do this with you and I do it in the full knowledge that sometimes there's going to be a side effect or something and I was prepared to go through it and I did believe you that it was going to get better but definitely I'd do it again well that also next week (laughs) (laughs) no you don't need it that soon actually the other point I wanted to say about lip fillers just in general is that I don't, in my personal opinion, as a doctor and a surgeon, I do not personally recommend having permanent lip fillers done. So I think it's really important that you that you had, for instance, hyaluronic acid, which is basically a substance we have in our own body that's broken down by our own enzymes. And if for some reason you did have a dramatic or a bad uh, side effect from having filler done, it's also reversible. So there is an injection of the enzyme that we have in our body that breaks it down. So if for some reason something had gone wrong or there was a side effect and they're much worse than just bruising and swelling potential I mean my fear is the shelf that I see on so many women first time I saw a friend of mine do that was years ago and I'd moved to LA it was the mid 80s so I suppose it was the beginning of fillers and I saw this girlfriend of mine I said have you had your lips done and she said no my baby bit me (laughs) I remember thinking that is very (laughs) it's a very extreme excuse but um that shelf, which I think was yeah. almost irreversible back then, wasn't it? Well, it depends because back then sometimes people used, unfortunately, silicone in mm. their lips. And mm. that has changed the shape of a lot of women's lips who had it done yeah. then. But hyaluronic acid, the beauty is if you did develop a shelf, then you can, you know, put an enzyme in. But actually, even for worse things, so if it got into the wrong area or it created like a, you know, necrotic tissue or for whatever reason, if there was something, a, a, a potentially worse complication. But I think it's really important to stress always ask what you're having injected into your face because you should think of it as a sort of temporary implant. You know, it's something that was not in your body that is being placed in your body for a specific amount of time. And so, you know, you should know what you're placing inside your body, you know, just like you do sometimes read the ingredients on the back of what you buy or, you know, you look for organic or you, you know, those same type of things. In terms of side effects, obviously bruising, swelling, a little bit of discomfort, because obviously if you're swollen and you have a little bit of bruising, that can be uncomfortable. Those are usually the most common problems. And, you know, going back to the shelf, some women love that look. They like that profile where they can have a, they have very distinct lips. I don't do that anymore, actually. So I, I did it my first month of ever working. And I remember I did lips that I did not think were aesthetically pleasing at all. I had a really nice patient who came in and she already had very large lips and she said, I really want more. I'm a model. I need to do, you know, I need it for my photo shoots. And I did it and I, I looked at it and I thought, oh my gosh, they're just too big. Mm. And she came back for more and, I, and she told me, well, you know, I told everybody that you did them for me. And that's when I realized I have a style and I have a, an aesthetic look and I didn't like that look and I didn't want to be known for that look and so I only do things that are less obvious basically so I don't want someone to know that 
whoever I've treated has had treatment done with me, essentially. So I, I didn't want that to be sort of my signature. Yes. And so uh, those patients tend not to come to me. So all the for, for, for us <laughs> for, for good or for worse <laughs> I don't know but I, I always remember her saying oh my god I told everybody and I was like oh my god that's so nice but oh no <laughs> that's not really the aesthetic look that it, now especially I think you know that was a few years ago but now even more so it's more about those tweakments rather than the shelf or having like really how long large does lips. The hydrating how long does lip hydrating last? So it depends on what kind of fillers you use. So it can last anywhere from 3 to 12 months, sometimes even longer, 18 months. It, it just depends. So the softer ones last less long. And, you know, the the different ways of uh, cross-linking or the way they've been produced, sometimes they, they last longer. In general, I tend to do a filler that lasts for about a year in the lip, mainly because it's uncomfortable. Mm. So you don't really want to mm. go through that process like a couple times a year. It's nice to know that you have something there and it's it's there for a specific a specific amount of time. So and also one the discomfort and to the potential downtime like with bruising and swelling. So it's nice to be able to in my opinion be able to have something that lasts a little bit longer. And what's the damage? The damage, well, it depends on what kind of filler you use. So, uh, you know, if you use a lighter filler, it tends to be less expensive. It also depends on who's doing it. If you're going to somebody uh, like a specialist or a surgeon, it would be probably more expensive than going to a nurse or, you know, an S- so for the for the benefit of our Instagram followers, who yes. will no doubt be kind of clamoring to look at my lips when we put up the picture of of them what would you have what would the charge have been for my lips so i don't know how much the doctor you did them with charges but for <laughs> instance if you had a vial of filler with myself with so juvederm volift which is something that lasts about 12 months it would have been 725 pounds and that's what you used on me wasn't it, it was, yes it was that's one. what i yes okay. Exactly. Okay, good to know. So you're a serial cheater, Fee. I am. <laughs> I can't be trusted. Out of sight, out of mind. But I was talking to somebody about mesotherapy last week, which is something that I know a bit about. It's a vitamin. Tiny, tiny injections all over the face, kind of put in with a pretty well feels like a little gun, which is just staple gun almost, right? Yep. Well, there's different ways you can do mesotherapy, but one is often with a gun. That I was told about was on, on available at Dr. Dre, who's another very well-known... Um, aesthetic doctor. Aesthetic doctor, thank you. I can't Lovely, do long words. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Dr. Benjamin, who works with him. I went to see Dr. Benjamin, who's a very attractive French man with four children, which was... Shocking. Shocking. And, and sad at and the same sad time. sad at the same time, <laughs> yes, as I was desperately blinking away. But he, he does quite an interesting thing when he looks at your face, as because we've talked about you often wait for people to come in and tell you what it is they feel they want. And, and Dr. Benjamin comes in and he absolutely kind of scans your face as if you're the most attractive woman he's ever seen in his life and he can't take his eyes off you, which is very nice. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And then he said, okay, you must have the uh, mesotherapy with some PRP. And I thought, oh, I love PRP. Yes. And actually, it's one of his nurses who, who does that procedure for you. So blood was taken and the nurse came in and she basically ran this little tiny kind of, sounds like a drill, but it's not, all over my face with my PRP. And the effect was really fantastic, I must say. It was instant. My skin was very kind of happy. It was glowy. It was, I don't think it's the longest term Solution. procedure. Or, or, but I would say that if you were going to go to something, you've got a party to go to or you've got a week of parties to go to or whatever, it's a really nice treatment to have that sends you out looking glowing and refreshed and it's not invasive in that kind of way. It's not a, what do you so, think? So I love I mesotherapy, but I want to I wanna say a few things. So if you have something important to go to, it's still a needle. So there is, you didn't bruise, but you can actually bruise from it's having mesotherapy. It's a little bit of kind of road surface work. I yes. say, a tiny bit of light grazing. So, so it's kind of good, hours. yes. It's yeah. kind of better to do a few days before something yeah. important so that your yeah. skin has time to... to heal if for instance you have like little dots or anything mm. like that so um, mesotherapy is basically a treatment where you use a needle uh, to go into the superficial layers of the skin and actually deliver different products so you had prp which is platelet rich plasma um, maybe with a few other vitamins or amino acids or proteins or different ingredients uh, that can be mixed together or even hyaluronic acid sometimes vitamin c d- lots of different things you can put in a meso cocktail depending on what you're trying to achieve in the skin and the idea is that that needle uh, goes into that superficial layer and then it delivers that those nutrients exactly where they need to go um it's a great treatment for a couple of reasons. So that's also a little bit like microneedling. So you just, you know, microneedling is the same idea, mm. except that you don't always have a cocktail of nutrients. And some people do, some people don't. But what's nice about that, it's also collagen induction therapy. So every time you have a needle just going in and out of the skin, you're having a sort of um, a reaction or you're creating, you're stimulating a, a cascade of events that helps to heal the skin. And that in turn creates more collagen and more fibroblasts and just it just helps make the skin uh, a little bit brighter in terms of and heavier so you just you get a collagen boost from having collagen induction therapy just to say quickly they also there is a sort of numbing cream that goes on the face first I didn't just go in cold I waited about I had a numbing cream was put on my face and um I waited about 20 minutes yes and I did it wasn't painful at all and then when they finished they put a kind of a, a gauze face mask on me because I wasn't cheating again with the face mask no, no, as no. part of the PRP. <laughs> I would always use your face mask. And I went out not looking kind of no, crazy No, I saw you actually. Yeah. I saw you that yes, day. We you, yes, that. we did. We did. You <laughs> look fine. Really you look yes, totally no. fine. But I but I just, I think it's always um, nice to know that you can't, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do and have a beautiful result without having mm. something stay in your body for a long time. So I always think mesotherapy is a great treatment for a little boost to the skin mm. without really much downtime you can potentially have a little bit of bruising because it is a needle again but otherwise it doesn't really have much downtime and it's also good for those people who don't want to really there's they're kind of scared or shy of you know having hyaluronic acid injection or a botox injection so it's kind of a nice way to give a boost to the skin 
And in a way, it's the kind of big brother of those rollers that you can get, isn't it? Yes. Which, so, which I think are quite fun to use at home. Derma you know, rollers, exactly. Yeah, a derma roller while you're kind of plugged into Netflix or something. Yes, you, you do. It's like a very, it's like a very sort of tiny little pinprick skin roller, and you can put in vitamins with that. Yes, exactly. That's basically a lighter yeah. home version of it. Yeah. Between that and and for instance, like a skin pen, which is that's a different way of microneedling. But no. this one itself, because it's with a gun and there's a needle, it's injecting a little bit of product. So whether it's the vitamin C or the amino acids or the peptides, like all whatever cocktail of nutrients your skin wants to have. I quite liked it. It's quite a nice feeling in a weird way. Well, because you feel like <laughs> you're doing something yeah. and because it is sometimes the ingredients can be a little bit reflect refreshing on the skin too. The only only thing that I will say is that there hasn't been a lot of scientific data on how it works in aesthetics. So in terms of, we know that collagen induction therapy works. So the needle part of it, we know will always work, but actually delivering the nutrients, there hasn't been any really great clinical studies. Having said that, patients love it and they feel that their skin looks better. And for that, it doesn't, you know, even if it were placebo, which I doubt it is because you are able to get some of the nutrients into the skin a little bit deeper. I do microneedling uh, also with PRP, but I don't always have a cocktail. I do for some patients. I think it's a really nice treatment actually for the body for cellulite. So you can um, put, can you? yeah, you can put some nice ingredients into the cocktail to help detoxify the skin and also to have better penetration of some, uh, some of the product. I'm literally taking my trousers off <laughs> right now. <laughs> There's always a risk with any aesthetic procedure. The main ones are potentially bruising and a little bit of swelling or discomfort. Sometimes with the body ones, because the needle goes a little bit in deeper, you could also have a little bit of swelling in those areas, or you can feel like a little burning sensation. I think the important thing to know is somebody, whoever's a, doing these types of treatments, they need to be good at what they're doing. Because imagine you take that needle and that gun and it like scrapes along mm, your skin mm. as opposed to being accurate and actually going into your mm. skin at 90 degrees. And you can have issues if it's not done properly, but I would hope that most people who are doing them and the type of patients hopefully do a little bit of research and, and look into it and just uh, don't go for necessarily cost but expertise i always think so that's really important you can do it important. across the chest as well i would have thought that would be you a very can do nice the face you can do the on. chest and decolletage you can do the tummy you can do the bum you can do the backs of the thighs you basically just move in for a month you and be, could be yes. <laughs> like it's sort of one of those things that perforate cake you know pastry yeah. why does that sound so appealing that and does. yet you know what maybe yeah. we should make a maybe roller we bed. should make a roller bed <laughs> Lion, get your ingredients. You know, oh my god, we're gonna be rich. I can feel it. We're gonna be rich. Just on a more serious note, so you could have mesotherapy, you know, between four and six weeks. So you shouldn't do too much microneedling. That's the other thing. So you need to give yourself a little bit of time in between treatments in order to use a meso gun again, or you know, you you don't want to create injury while your skin is still healing. So you need to give it time to. So how many times, let's say, how many times a year would you recommend one of your patients have mesotherapy? So mesotherapy, you can you can. It's one of those things that you could do it instead of a facial so you could have a meso facial essentially you could have one once a month if you wanted to every four to six weeks depending on how your skin reacts to the treatment so you can also make the treatment more and less aggressive so you can the whoever's administering the you treatment can you can have you can go, have deeper penetration or you can have more superficial so obviously a more superficial treatment is going to have less downtime than a deeper treatment which would have increased risks of like the co potential you know not complications, but issues that could arise afterwards. Just because I'm staring at you across a across a microphone, how often do you have facials? 
I never have facials. Oh, get out. Never. You treat yourself a little bit. Though, I you? do. You give yourself. I do. I like peels. So yeah. I, I, and I actually like microneedling, but I Would can't do microneedling. Would you microneedle. yourself? No. So I have done microneedling on myself, yes. And then what I do is I use the topical agents and I put them, I use that as, as the medium for when I'm microneedling, but I personally don't use it. I also like things that, I like lasers a lot, so I don't, you know, I don't always do so, so many So would you pretty well always try out something that you're, you know, any any kind of treatment that you offer a patient? Of course. Everything I and have here, I've done. you've operated on your own eyes. No, but, I, mean, no I haven't operated that. on myself, but <laughs> I do try all the technology that I have. So whether it's laser or an IPL or an therapy or a CO2 laser, I feel that it's really important that I also know what, one, mm. how it feels, mm. and two, what the downtime and the recovery is like, because I think that's really important. I think of course, I have the experience with my own patients, but I'm also one of those people that's highly reactive. So anything I do, yeah. I'm the one who gets the bruise. I'm the one who gets the swellings. Uh, so I always think I'm a good guinea pig for my own patients. So That makes yeah. two of us. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I get really excited. I remember fun. I had uh, like, I still do. I have a little vein next to my nose that I can't stand. And I go to these conferences and I try out new equipment and things like that. And they're always, and I always say, if you can get rid of that vein for longer than three weeks, I'll buy your machine. <laughs> I have yet to find that machine really? because there was, it was close. It I was so almost, no, it's because the vein there is probably being fed by a larger vein. So, you know, this one can be uh, brought down, but then the pressure that's, in the bigger vein just reopens it or creates a new one. I mean, I don't know if they're exactly the same one, but so it really bothers me. But I always say if that one ever goes away, then I would absolutely buy the machine. I was close once, but it never happened. That's so interesting. I know. It's kind of sad. One thing that I'm really curious about, and I don't know if you know about this, this is incredibly personal, is using Botox to into the bladder. Mm. Do you know about that? Do you, do you, I don't do that. For those of us who are in our late 50s, I only have to put the key in the front door and it's like I've turned a tap on. Mm. It's really, it's really, a, it's a huge problem for women, I think. And I had a, about 10, 15 years ago, I had a kind of mesh thing put in, in insert, inserted yeah. to try and help that. I had two children that I pushed out and, uh, you know, it's it's an incredibly embarrassing and horrible thing incontinence and I don't want to wear nappies of course much, yes I did hear about a friend of mine who'd had Botox put into her bladder which helps tighten the muscles and it's something that I'm very interested in and I would like to guinea pig that actually that's something I was thinking so why don't we look into that so I think we should look into that that's an interesting I'm topic. So Are you blushing? I'm blushing. I'm but you're feeling, not turning yeah, well, red. I'm quite emotional about it because it's horrible. And of it's course. a really personal thing for me. And it's not a kind of aesthetic where I just want to look pretty. It's like I really, you know, I get in my front door and I have to stand there and count to ten. And I have to do all sorts of things before I have to. And I don't know it's coming. That's the awful thing. Oh. And I think a lot of women have this. You have absolutely no idea that you're going to need to pee two seconds before you're peeing. So mm. it's a really particularly complicated if you're walking down Oxford Street or something and suddenly you think, you know, help, I've got to get, I've got to just help. And then I heard about this Botox treatment and I thought I'd investigate that. That sounds very interesting. Mm. But it's quite an interesting one, isn't it? I think it is good for the guinea pig and I think it is incredibly personal for women. So it's really a problem, I think, predominantly that women get after they've had children. Yes. I'm going to ask my grandma. I'm going to see her soon. She pushed out... I think 18, 18 <gasps> children. She did not. She did. Not a single cesarean. So I'm going to ask her. Not a single cesarean? No. 
when I had my son who came out at ten pounds, I went oh for my an, God. I went I went for an Italian I went to this Italian restaurant with my mother who was, as you know, kind of quite the full Monty, my mother. And uh, we walked in and this waiter looked over at my baby and he said, what a beautiful baby. And my mother said, 10 pounds, no stitches. I said, thanks very much. A little bit of personal yeah, information. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Do let everybody oh, know yes. that your daughter, yeah, that she can just cough out a baby. Thanks everyone for listening to us today and this episode. If there is a subject you are interested in us covering, please do drop us a line. Our email is theguineapigpod at gmail.com. So that is theguineapigpod at gmail.com. Thanks. The guinea pig provides unbiased information to those who may be considering cosmetic surgery or even trialing a non-invasive treatment or product. We do not endorse the use of any product or procedure featured in this podcast and are not responsible for the outcome of any of the treatments featured on this podcast or damage caused in connection with any treatments or products. Should you decide to try any of the procedures, treatments or products mentioned in any episode of The Guinea Pig, you do so at your own risk. Always consult an independent and fully qualified medical professional if you are considering embarking on a medical procedure, irrespective of whether it's an invasive or non-invasive procedure. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.